Welcome to the podcast. We got me on the mic check one. We got Cloud Face on the. Looks like you're blowing smoke into the microphone. It's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Why do you say that, Adam? Because uh, you have a Kleenex sticking out of your nose all over the mic. It's pretty impressively plumed at the end. If that's the that's the word. Right. Do you know I had to wear a plume in high school? Wait, what does that mean? What are you I was about? in the marching band. We had the that was the most. Uh, you practice and you're like, okay, we're marching. It's a little. Feels a little corny at times, but uh, then you go out, and before you go out, they make you stick one of those fucking Yankee Doodle feathers in your cap. It's like a big fluffy white. How how long were you in the marching band? Mm, four years. All four years. <laughs> well, I took. I graduated five years. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> four out of five. Uh-huh. You were in the marching band at the same time you were in a like a screamo heavy metal band. That is correct. That doesn't feel like you're allowed to. To do both, be like I fight the man on the weekends, and then but if there's a football game going on, I I lift my knees up. That's... Everyone in the band was. Everyone in the band was, I guess. Yeah, but uh, you guys didn't play. Oh, our lead guitarist played uh, the clarinet. Boy, this, yeah, this takes away all your credit. <laughs> of being like, oh, come on, we're some we're some real rebels. Oh, one of the best metal bands in town was like. They played, I don't know, a bunch of kooky instruments. The dude ended up getting like a PhD in piano, which I don't know you could do that really. Doctor piano. I don't understand why continue to go to school for piano. I feel like you don't need to pay people to practice piano. You could say that about virtually all education. But what are they what are there's they continuing of... to teach you? They're like, actually there's a third set of keys that we don't tell you in, in I think the it's undergrad. Part playing, but also there's a lot of music theory. When it comes into whole like, uh, you know, there's all the scales and then arpeggios, which are like scales on on drugs. I believe it's pronounced archipelagos, but mm. I played uh, I played some piano like fifth and sixth grade. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, once they, they started getting those uh, those pedals involved. Oh, yeah. Which here, here's my thing on the pedals. You only need one pedal. The other two, they're like the same as the third pedal. Really? All the pedals do virtually the same thing. Oh, and just in life? Did we did we zoom out to life? No, no, no. Okay, I'm, I'm just on the about, piano. Yeah, not on a car. That's, okay, those <laughs> quite the opposite. Those aren't interchangeable. Mm-hmm. We uh, music theory. I took a music theory class in high school, and I'm not gonna lie, the hardest class I had in high school. A friend of mine had to army crawl our other guitarist into the teacher's room and steal the final exam so that we could all copy it. Oh my God, really? Yeah. That, and that happened? <laughs> it worked. Did you all coordinate like which questions you would get wrong? And um, I think so. If my memory serves, he might have just snuck in, looked at a bunch of answers and then like helped boost by telling us what he could remember. I don't know because we were all in the same room. It was in the choir room and so there's no chairs. It's just like that little, uh, uh, like what, do we, what would you call it? Like, what's an outdoor, like a pav- place where people play? Pavilion. I was, damn it, I should have. I only said it because you were about to say it. Oh, that's, that's wrong though, right? Um, a, uh, a forum, that's that's for speaking. Mm-hmm. A uh, gazebo, that's a nice place to get married or read a book. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what I don't know what word you're looking for. Yeah, okay, but you know you all know what I'm talking about. A space. Yeah, An sure. Outdoor space that you. But this was indoor, and <laughs> so, so <laughs> just rude. those real oh, long yeah. steps, so everyone's standing at different heights. But that was just where our class took place. You just sit on these little steps. Oh yeah, yeah, like the choir room. Yeah, so everyone was just like leaning in a corner, taking their final exam, like laying on their side, you know, kicking their feet up, and uh, then uh, we were army crawling. So that that is a lot easier to cheat than than a normal class with desks. Well, I want to say, I mean, maybe hard. it's such an open room that. I guess I don't know that the army crawl even helped. It might have just looked I do remember. fun. That was always awkward in gym class when you would take a test and everyone would lay down on the gym floor to fill in yeah. a test. And then you're like, who are we doing this for? Who's... Boy, that gym ask class. That asks you like, questions about the rules to badminton. It's like, this is very, very unnecessary. How do you feel about this? Because I don't know how I feel about it. I... Well, so I got a, a C plus in eighth grade gym class because the teacher didn't like me and I was bored playing bad sports with people bad at sports. I take the teacher's side on this because it's so easy to do fine in gym class, but you're going to have to win me over. I was good at all. I think he was annoyed. One, I think the big thing was that uh, during the basketball scrimmages, I took on the persona of Mad Skills McGee and I tried, (laughs) not a great basketball player by any means um, to begin with, you know, uh, but I made a point to try only Harlem Globetrotter-esque <laughs> right. moves. I'm back on your side, but I do want to know, why didn't you go Mad Skill Mc- McShane? Your name's McShane. But McGee, I don't know. I liked it. All right. Liked the Good. way McGee rolled off the old, uh, the old forearm up over the shoulder behind the head to the other arm. You know what I mean? Basketball mm-hmm. tricks. Yeah, nobody can see these very impressive shoulder maneuvers that you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's that's lovely. Uh, I pulled something, but he didn't give you any sort of warning about, I'm sure he did, but uh, you know, back then. So, all right, give me this though. It's very boring to play sports in a class with people who are at very different skill levels. Yes. We had in high school, they did tier it. They'd be like, here's, they had a, Oh really? That'd be a, we had a competitive gym class and a non-competitive gym class. Oh, that's nice. We had, um, I think we just had a type of gym. We had options. You could like lift weights. You could do like a health class or something like an, basically, I don't know, learn about health or you could do like team and individual sports. And I think if you signed up for team sports, you at least wanted to play enough that you're probably okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... Same function a little bit, I think, but. Yeah, we had PE Plus back in my middle school. Ooh. That was PE, but you have an extra 50 bucks and you get to go bowling once or something like that. Oh, I like that. Wait, just bowling ones? Ah, we also went rock climbing, I think. We rock climbed, we bowled, we had a juggling unit. Did you go over to boulders there? Hmm? Did you go over to boulders there? Yes. Okay. You, people use what's in their area for gym. Like, we went to the curling club because we have a nice curling club in McFarland. We didn't get to go to the curling club. I was very jealous. Was I wanted fun. to curl. Yeah. I still think, I've, I've expressed to the listeners how I think I could be an Olympic curler, right? Being from a country that does not have a curling team? Yeah. And being near one of the only curling rinks, like, in the world. It's true. That's why there are uh, a lot of good people out of here. There's literally just not many curling rinks. And they work hard. I don't mean to... Yeah, but it's also like... I ran into the uh, mustachioed Olympic gold medal winner uh, Wednesday night at the bowling alley in McFarland. What's his name? Matt Hamilton. Matt um, Hamilton. He I was, was going to wait. Fallon and whatnot. He was on Fallon twice, and I was like, once he starts to feel like people don't care anymore, we're going to get him for the pod. <laughs> We're going to boost the pod with that. <laughs> how, how interesting could he be? We're getting real of you, Matt. Yeah, any any sport where the, the best people at that sport are the people who happen to live near the equipment. I'm like, this this doesn't impress me all that much. Mm-hmm. 
unless it's like a wartime game, you know, like we live by the spears, but it's because we keep everyone else at bay. I mean, we're the only ones with the spears to throw the spears. It's still the same thing, I guess. Didn't didn't follow you there. No. I'm just always thinking about like history and how stuff ties back. So what I'd like to ask you today, who is this uh, little guy from history? This uh, fancy, I picture a little fancy pants looking uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Napoleon Bonaparte. Bonaparte? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Napoleon Bonaparte, he was a, a French, uh, I don't know his title. Mm. Not, so I'm going to say Napoleon comes to power following the, the French Revolution. You heard of it? Heard of it. We got Louis the 14th, the, the final Louis. Um, and everybody in, everybody in France got mad. Mm-hmm. And I think this was the let him eat cake time. Let them eat cake. You familiar with this this mm. expression? So this is uh, Marie Antoinette and the disparity of wealth in France gets to be too much, right? And they go, hey, Marie, everybody here is hungry. They don't have any bread. And Marie Antoinette responds by going, let them eat cake because that is how out of touch she is with the people of France. So what they do is they chop off Louis the 14th's head. I don't know. They were probably friends or something. Mm-hmm. And they demolish the French empire. Yeah. And How then long did this take? A couple of years. I don't know. The head chopping is probably a probably pretty seamless, seamless move. Yeah. I don't know. I heard that like terrorist video. They really had to go at it for a while. Oh, which I heard room? it wasn't easy. Remember the beheading video? I didn't watch it. I didn't either. I'm not interested in that. Um, I just wanted you to know that I, I, I knew how to if I wanted. <laughs> it was a choice not to watch it. It's not like, guys, show, tell me where this video is. You keep going to parties and they're like, oh, I don't think you can. No, no. Uh, but yeah, I think it's kind of hard to cut off a head. Really? I'm sure they had a guillotine. Like, I, I always but ass- it's hard to like hold a guy there and like so- start sawing it. I think it's tough. I don't think you saw it. No, but for the video, I think they did something weird like that for the video because they wanted him on camera and they like held him up and he's on his knees and like, we're just going to do it while you're on your knees, I think. Oh, this is upsetting. But that's what the guillotine was for. Yeah. Also, I think the, the first example of automation, people taking people's jobs, we used to have those guys with like sacks on their head and the axes. Oh, the uh, executioners. Mm-hmm. And then somebody came up with the guillotine. Now all those big burly men, they're out of work. What are they doing? Uh, the guys that, didn't they just like pull the gate so when you're hung? Didn't they do that? Or they, oh, they actually swung an axe, didn't they? They used to swing an axe. Yeah. They never unionized. They got replaced by the machine. Oh, I didn't. Never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's a boring way to think about it. <laughs> that's why. That's why the French revolted because it's the they were taking their jobs, replacing them with with axe machines and such. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, whenever there's like a, this major shift in power, I wanted to get in a. a do you know why John revolted? And uh, I couldn't figure it out, and uh, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> No, it was not. Um, so whatever, there's a, there's a shift in power like this. Mm-hmm. We've got all of a sudden, these people are out of there. I think they, they were like, let's vote on, on people now. That'll be our new thing. And I guess they voted on this Napoleon fella. All righty. And he became... Was he as short as I picture? How short do you picture him? That's, I can't answer a question in your own mind, Adam. 5'7 with thin little legs. Uh... Yeah, that's about right. I think he was like a... See, I picture him with some some thick legs. Like, I picture him being kind of a rounder. Oh, really? Well, he's Not, wearing, I picture white tights. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. And that blue hat. Yeah. Like a Lego man would wear. Ooh, but like if a Lego man met a Smurf. Um, Smurf wear, the Smurfs were blue when they wore white hats. They were blue. They wore white. Yeah. And no shirts. 
Really? I could be wrong. I bet there's Smurf, Smurf porn, huh? There's every kind of weird animated. If you can I draw never, it, there's porn of it. I never got into that in the past year, but <laughs> <laughs> I never understood the cartoon stuff. And yeah. I, what I never understood is if you'd ever seen it, like it looked more graphic than the most graphic actual filmed porn. Because they can like, do you know what I mean? Everything can be like, blah, they can like cut through people and like cut people's heads off with the sword. Pe- oh, like you know graphically, I mean? literally they can, like people can die in the porn. Yeah. And I don't know if they, but it was like very. Oh, is that why they're doing that porn? Because they're like, we can't film the thing. <laughs> Maybe. We can draw them, but we can't mm. film them. I don't, I don't know. But it was just all like exaggerated the way that like people fighting in cartoons are exaggerated. It was just kind of like that where like you see someone's head kicked and it just like their jaw just totally like blah. Oh, this sounds upsetting. I feel like the people watching the cartoon porn, it's like, you know, we, yeah, we we got people to film doing this. Yeah. It's, but then again, there's also, I'm sure there's some pretty wholesome <laughs> cartoon porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it's all hardcore. I like that softcore cartoon porn. Uh, oh, that's fun. Yeah. I think that's just like Adult Swim, though. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> they just cut a scene it in that. It might just be like a romantic Pixar film. All right. Well, I don't know how we got how we got over there. I'm going to pin that one on you. But okay. uh, I also don't know how we got to this Napoleon fellow. It's about 1800. Mm-hmm. He comes to charge. And uh, that's a term. That was a saying at the time? Ah, yeah. yeah the, at right. the t- he said, I'm going to come to charge. And that was his campaign slogan. People said, we like this the way this guy talks. Broken English or mm-hmm. French, we get it. It's tough sometimes. They elected him. Uh, he can't be elected a duke, but he's he's in charge, and he's he's their milit. He's in charge of the military. Yeah, and apparently gets to decide everything the military does. Okay, actually, he's in charge of the whole country because what he does at one point, he sells uh, he sells Louisiana. Oh yes, that's I think that's uh, eventually he gets backed into a corner in this war. He trades Louisiana for like like a dozen horses. Was it a really sad trade? I think. He gets, I mean, I suppose now. Well, yeah. I mean, also, it's it kind of feels owning Louisiana feels almost like if somebody's like I named a star after you, you're like that's if you're not over there, it's like yeah, kind it's of, just such a yeah. Distance I own the idea. moon, right? <laughs> right. If, I mean, if someone said you own the moon and they're like, we'll give you a thousand dollars for the moon, totally. Yeah. What are you What are you going to do with the moon? <laughs> I mean, a bunch probably, of racist people on it. Oh, do you think they would move there? No, as Louisiana. I'm saying people. Um, So I I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Uh We're in France. France says, I think we got enough horses and strong axemen who are looking for work. I think we can take over a few countries here. Okay. And bread at this point. And bread. They they got all their bread back. Okay. So they were mad uh, at their leadership and then they immediately turned around and were mad at the world? Yeah. You'd think they'd be like, okay, re- rejoice a little bit. We they, have representation, yeah, in theory of of the people with no bread. Yeah, that's that's fair. There's okay. There might be like twenty years in between here where they're just like, we did it. Okay, we've we've become our own nation. Okay. I mean, then again, you, you can spin people's internal anger outward. I guess. Yeah, maybe, I maybe they were like, oh, we got it. Now let's get our guy. And he's like, the reason why is yeah. That's kind of like World War II. You get a you get a charismatic guy in charge. Um, at the same moment, the people are like annoyed with other people, and and hey, their situation, right? Yeah, you're, yeah, we're seeing that here. So I think uh, this Napoleon fella, 
All right, so Napoleon, he decide, he rises to power and decides he wants to essentially just own all of Europe and anywhere close to Europe. Join the club, pal. <laughs> Get in fucking line. Uh, and he's not able to trade Louisiana for it. It's not enough. So what he does, here's here's the problem. You can own, like, if, if you're France, you're a pretty big country, right? right. If you want to own the countries contiguous to you, you can pull that off. So that's what he does initially. Mm-hmm. He just takes all the countries next to him. And people are like, oh, well, that's upsetting a little bit. But France is just like bigger now. Their circle just got bigger. Or yeah. their borders. I don't know what they right. call states. Outlines. Yeah, border. <laughs> Let's call it a circle. They're, they're traces. So he takes these places. And France has always had Dolfo England. They're like a cross, like a little channel. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to try to take them early on. Not a swimmer. No. Too short. Too short. Oh, yeah. Yes, if he was short. And here's the thing about... So, Napoleon, the Napoleon complex, short man thing. The guy's like 5'5". Five, five, pretty short, right? Yeah. But, but back the, then... Back then, 5'5", five, five, that's like 5'7". Yeah. That's like 5'9". I think this guy's like an inch or two below average. And someone must have just painted him wrong at one point. Or maybe it was one of those things where you tease him because he's slightly shorter and it just goes on too long and it just becomes this big deal to him. But everyone's like... If he wasn't so mad about it, we would have stopped years ago. Right. Or just had like a big horse or something. Ah. And then people are like, is he small or has he got a big horse? And he's like, well, it's impressive if I have a big horse. And they're like, nah, you're small. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, nobody, it's it's all gossip. Nobody's sending pictures of Napoleon <laughs> around. Oh, yeah. At this point, you mean, oh, back then. Yeah. Back yeah. then. Yeah. All right. Not anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, aren't, we aren't sharing the pictures. Though. They'd be I, I got available. in trouble in history class passing around pictures of Napoleon. <laughs> Um, so people hear he's short and uh-huh. I think it's just, he's, he's a guy with a lot of, a lot of gumption mm-hmm. and people got to psychoanalyze that. Yeah. I know, I know people that are just five, nine assholes. That's also, I never thought it was just cause I never thought it was much of it. I do really enjoy, I understand the instinct when someone's like a dick or like has a big ego or something. You're like, well, see, I think the thing with this guy is like. You know, when he was in high school, he thought of things this way, and now like things have shifted yeah, it's in nice his life. To try and understand, be like, you know, he's just mad about this. I don't want. I, mean, I don't mean empathize. Don't get oh, me wrong. Okay. I mean, I love just like diagnosing someone based off like a few context clues, and be mm-hmm. like, the reason he is what he is today is because he used to have things handed to him. And then people are like, did he have things handed to him? And you're like, I don't know, probably. That sounds right. Well, I, hate, I hate the whole. Oh, you must be the oldest, right? Or the you know, what I mean, I everyone's like, that. are you a middle child? Like. Uh, I don't know if I have, and if I have, I don't think it's always been right. I think people have been like, oh, are you the youngest? I'm like, eh, no. But yeah, people love to do that. They love to, and that's what I think we do with Napoleon. Is we're then like, again, I know only children that I'm like, yeah, come on. Napoleon at the time, here's my thing. Nobody at the time thought he was short. Right. That's my new theory. Then some historian along the way was like, hmm. These are guy, tiny little slippers. This guy wanted a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And then he went, let's look up how tall he is. Uh, that sounds pretty pretty short to me. The reason he wanted to do this all was because of how short he was. Okay. And that's how we got to where we are today. Who's the shortest leader ever? Uh, I don't picture Hitler very tall. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I picture him short as well. I bet one short. of those, like I think Genghis Khan was a yeah, big I mean, dude. Uh-huh. But I bet if you go back. To that's s- what I'm saying. I guess as farther you go back. the, the di- Who's Mao Zedong? I can't imagine him being too tall. I, I want to see a, a chart. <laughs> There's no, I want an internet chart here. If you're following along at home, Google image search 
leaders lined up back to back. Someone draw, research it, and then draw a door jam with all their heights on it as if they grew up in the same house. Oh, that's fun. Be like, we got to destroy this house. <laughs> People coming out of this house are, cannot stop conquering. Um, yeah, so what France does is they, they, they get their circle a little bigger. And at mm-hmm. this point, I think Spain is like, oh, that circle is getting close to us. Italy starts thinking the same. They eventually, I think they conquer Italy. And then they go and conquer Spain. And so they, at one point, if you picture Europe, they've got most of the, like, the Europe, that you, the non-England Europe. Okay. But they're, they're not quite all the way to the east yet. I just don't get why you want to do it. Because now you, you own these other, they, these own this other area, but the people there are like, they don't like you. So you're like, well, now I make the rules. And it's like, Okay. You could have just bought a really nice house here. You could have just taxed the shit out of your own people and bought some nice property in our country. Well, that's what they did with... Yeah, they taxed the I shit out of the people and chopped you just those take, people's heads off. Yeah. And, well, the curious thing about Napoleon is it's not even... He's not sitting in a room. I want to be clear. I get now why... Like, I mean, I get the conquering and the taking, but I'm also just like, ah, it sounds like more work than just... Yeah, completely. Taking your modest one country rule and just buying like a, a beach house. Right. And Napoleon's not even sitting in like one room just going, oh, we got Spain too. Like this seems easy. Get the next country. Right, he's, he's, actually, he's out there on that horse. He's on a horse and he's got a sword. Tiny little sword? I picture a thin sword. It's a, a I don't know if it's a cutlass or what they are. Uh-huh. goes in a sheath. It's got one edge. And it goes into maraschino cherries in my kitty cocktail. Exactly. Which, what is the adult version of that drink? Shirley Temple, right? No, I don't think I've ever had. Shirley Temple's the kitty version because she's a, she's a child. Okay, because I've called it a kitty cocktail. What do, what do you call it as an adult then? Those no. are both terms for... Nobody drinks it. There's not like an alcoholic version of that? It's like a cherry 7-Up and vodka. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I didn't what know what you cocktail? throw in it. I think it's just like a cherry 7-Up. Okay. Which I haven't had in a while. Delicious. The night is young. <laughs> <laughs> this could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, also, it's one of, the, one of the fun aspects of war. Anyone with a sword... The fun aspects. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be involved. Top three favorite aspects of work out. Um, I like that they they push those cannons. They got okay. cannons on these big wheels. Uh-huh. And they would like drag the cannons so they could, could get close enough to fire big rocks at people. This, I mean. I'm going to go with cannonball. But yeah. Oh, they also had the, the trebuchets. Those are fun. Oh, the trebuchets before they fun. Before they perfected the cannonball, they're like these jagged rocks don't fire out. It's yeah. probably more a gunpowder thing, but... The weirdest was World War One when we had the trench warfare mm-hmm. where everyone agreed. We're like, we'll dig all the... It was almost like... It's like a football where they're like, it's just about gaining ground. And so we all like dug trenches beforehand and then we would hide in these trenches. Was it, it was, beforehand completely or I have to imagine... Nah, probably not completely. But that's how you gained field Yeah, position. yeah, right. You just go back and forth. Yeah. So those are, those are four fun aspects of war. Okay. But yeah, anyone with a sword in war is just yelling. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not getting up close to I bet anybody. He's pointing a lot with that sword. A lot of point. Get, yeah. the, get that guy right there. No, 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 over here. They could give him a baton just as easily. That's, Ooh, that's mostly. what I'd that like is. that. Maybe like a magician's wand. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did you have this impression as a child? I was. I don't know if I taught was taught this or made up the rule, or was just given one. Maybe it was the national anthem confused me. I was under the impression that you would win a battle by shooting enough holes in the enemy's flag. Is that something you'd ever heard? That is not something I've ever heard, no. I thought that the rules of war were like, once you once you 
get that flag out of there, you win, and people just respect that. That would be a capture the flag version of war, which I'm fine if we want to change the rules, but you got to vote. I don't know. If you guys want capture the flag war, you got to vote in your local elections, (laughs) your national elections. I think it was because the national anthem refers to the fact that like the flag's still going. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, Oh, I didn't lose because that flag is still waving. Right. Which means that they're still in in the war. But But it's more symbolic as long as that flag's waving. Yeah. Not even that though. Yeah. So <laughs> why not? <laughs> I, I mean, like you can't kill her pride as long as that flag. You don't care for symbolism. No. All right. Not a fan. Um, I like that. You're like a flag. No symbolism. <laughs> it's like there's stars and stripes and they, they mean the states. And no, I just think, I mean, people didn't get outside the lines. Very good. Some of them have like a lion or something on there. Or yeah. Bird, but it's like the first country went with, went with stripes and we all just followed suit well i mean if you made a flag before everyone else you probably didn't have the means to make an eagle you're probably just like we have red dye and white dye so we're making japan's flag and we're gonna we're gonna inverse japan's flag i like their flag it's black i don't mind it yeah yeah so when you're trying to conquer a big space adam let me tell you people picture it like hey you're getting more ground you look at a map yep and you go this map is more france than it used to be that means France is stronger than ever. False. Mm-hmm. Because France is thinner than ever. Right. I think that's what happens with these wars. These these areas get big and big and big. Now your whole big area hates you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you They're just be, waiting for you to fuck up. People living in the cities like, I don't want this to be happening to me. Mm-hmm. This is annoying. I'm not supporting oh, imagine this. Imagine how many dirty looks there are during occupation. Oh, my God. <laughs> A lot of stink eye. I would much rather be occupied than occupy somebody. Yeah, people hate you so much. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's what happens to France is they get this big, bigger and bigger circle. And eventually they're like, now imagine if we take Russia over here and uh, that's boy, we'll we'll have half the half this uh, Eurasia is mm-hmm. going to be France colored. And and that's when they get to, to Waterloo. Yes, there's a battle, a great battle. And I don't know who it's. Do you know much about it? It's too early for Stalin. I don't know what he did wrong. I think he just got a little over eager. And he's like, I think we can take Waterloo. And he didn't realize, he thought Waterloo was low because it was a river. Actually, Waterloo was like top of a mountain probably. And hey, if you got low ground during a, during a war and you're outnumbered, mm-hmm. that's trouble, buddy. No good. Um, so they, they he gets his ass. I don't think he dies in Waterloo. Okay. But all of a sudden it starts crumbling. He loses, you know, his best army. He probably brought his best army to okay, Waterloo. Okay, so... Again, the year in this is what? 1815. Do they have early firearms? They're they're around, right? Yeah, because we're talking post-revolutionary war. Yeah. So they've got uh, muskets and such. So they're just raining down muskets from the... Yeah, but at the time, if you, like, put together some sort of... Some sort of log contraption. You could roll stuff down hills. Ooh, a log would, yeah, a log would be devastating. That's those, just those as horses aren't as near, aren't great at those. Mm-hmm. Eh, some of them actually are. They make a living doing it, jumping over Push those them. log things. Oh yeah, with those boy jockeys were the dumbest helmets. Why can't they get like a protect? Put a skateboard sticker on there. You know what I mean? That's true. Or one of those, uh, what the people speed walk in? Slap one of those on. People speed walk in helmets. 
I think so. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I think you, you're not picturing that uh, the really long back aerodynamic thing? For speed walking? I could be wrong. People don't even run in those. I'm basing this on an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. <laughs> I think there was a joke in there. Uh, it's possible. I think biking and uh, skiing. And, All right. uh, I'm not going to keep going. Well, I'm going to look it up afterwards. Prove myself right, right. here. I like the... Uh, but yeah, specifically the... I don't. I think race jockeys have different fine helmets, probably. But the the people that like, like the girls in pantsuits that jump them over the logs. You know what I mean? And oh. then they trot around. What do you call that? Yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. And then there's a. Is it equestrian? That's when you make your horse dance. Equestrian dance, like. I guess equestrian is just a word for a horse. Uh-huh. Um, but this is something. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's like an Olympic sport where it's dancing horses. Really. Mm-hmm. That's. It's not, not great. Is, is it choreographed? Are there like multiple horses or it's solo act? <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't imagine it's How many two moves horses does one like horse have? Dancing like, in, in unison. That's like that whole like uh, uh, synchronized swimming. Like this wouldn't be impressive if we just had one of the people doing it. It's like you're just going back and forth <laughs> no. and twirling around. It's the fact that you're all on time. Yeah, you look like a nut. I picture the horse thing being similar. Back to the, or step up four. Back to the stables. Is that, I don't know. What, sure. Uh-huh. That sounds fun. <laughs> Step up four, gnaw on this apple. Trying to think of other other things. Other Step things on four, put the do. peanut butter in this horse's mouth. We got a movie to make. That's what I... That was the Mr. Ed trick? Not great at taglines. Yeah, that was Mr. Ed. Hmm. Pretty, at the time, probably pretty great. <laughs> like, holy shit. Actually, we kind of, uh, we made a, for a project, we made a film of To Kill a Mockingbird. And for the rabid dog scene... What we did, we put socks on my friend's dog and his, the dog, I think that this might be common with dogs. You put socks on the dog and it freaks out. So it starts jumping around and like mm. trying to get these socks off its feet. And then we overdubbed like a lion roaring <laughs> and then we shot it. How much of the film To Kill a Mockingbird did you shoot? It was a half hour. No, <laughs> it, was, it was probably like seven minutes. So just the, just the rabid dogs. Did you shoot the rape scene? No. Def- no, oh, okay. why do you look at me like I'm like a, like I winked at you or something? We did not <laughs> film a rape scene. Just a lot of courtroom stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah I don't remember where we started, but Rabbit Dog is kind of what sticks out, really. Boy, I'd like to see that video. Me too. I looked for it r- recently. All we found was a band band videos, and then I made the joke that we were going to uncover a video of me jerking off, um, but we didn't we'd come across that. They're just old tapes on video cameras from my childhood. I'm like, I don't know what kind of weird shit I got into. I see. Uh, Seemed fine. Yeah. I was just waiting to uncover some sort of uh, repressed memory. Yeah, I feel like I've forgotten a lot of stuff. Not, I haven't repressed a lot of things, but... Just forgotten. Just just forgotten things that might might horrify me if I, if I <laughs> yeah. learned them about myself. But. That's fair. So Water, Waterloo, we Napoleon, not we. I'm not putting myself in the French. It's such a twee name for somewhere to have a battle. A twee? Yeah, it's kind of like cutesy and folksy. I see. What's the word twee? I think it means like cutesy and folksy. Okay. Wes Anderson films are are twee. Are twee? All right. Uh, yeah, it's a bit. Twee. I'm more confident saying Wes Anderson films are twee than twee means cutesy or folksy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if that helps at all. So yeah, it's. A, it's it sounds twee, but it's it's very, very twa. I, I don't know what. Lou. It's very Lou. <laughs> okay. Um, working man's battle. Is that where skip to the Lou, my darling, is? Skip to Waterloo and get shot, my darling. Don't imagine that's the case. All right. Um, 
and he they they beat him back and he starts once you get an army army on the retreat then i think this is when spain catches word the gossip spreads over to to spain to italy they start running back and then the the old folks that were throwing around stink eyes pull out the ropes trip the horses up on their way back Mm -hmm. because now you're depleted and you say well Hey, how many guys you got over there occupying Spain? Well, send me four of them. It doesn't sound like you need that many folks standing around. And then you've got like one guy and he's like, no, no, it's mine. And Spain just goes, wait a minute. This isn't how mm-hmm. how numbers work. Then I think England gets involved because they're over there. They got a whole country and I don't think the French are even really fucking with them. So they've been, you know, carving Lift, bullets this whole time. Yeah, lifting weights. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like carving bullets. France wasn't going for them yet. Mm-hmm. But I think they were, they've just always had such a rivalry where it's like when it's like how you want to knock the team out of the playoffs just because you hate. You're like, that's our rival. Yeah. Let's get them out of the playoffs. We're not going to make the playoffs this year. But boy, does boy does it, do we care about this yeah, one. Why is it fun to hate someone close to home, but then farther? I don't know how rivals re, rivalries work, but it seems trivial. Oh, it's certainly trivial. Like, I've always thought about that when if you go to, let's say you take a vacation down down in Jamaica or something. Yeah. And you're down there. If you met someone from, you know, Milwaukee in Jamaica. Best friends. You'd be like, holy shoot, this is exciting. Ah, you're that city. But if you were like playing high school football, you'd be like, Milwaukee, we hate those guys. They're right here. The farther away you are, the more. The closer closer you seem in context, right? right. Yeah. So if the playoff game is, although you'd still root against I don't know sports that well. You'd still root against the Bears playing like a California team, wouldn't you? Or oh, no? For sure. Yeah, yeah. But then if that guy was on like the national team, then it's all a little silly if we break it, it down. It is. It, well, it's more complex than I thought. I just hate who my dad tells me to hate. And that has gotten me into some trouble. <laughs> I don't follow sports, so you do the math. Polish people. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, so Napoleon, I think the, I'm going to say Napoleon dies in a war. Okay. I'm going to say not his his Waterloo was his big his big mistake. I don't know if he Snafu? He came in. Yeah, he Snafu came in. Snafu at Waterloo side. the papers read. Huh? Snafu at Waterloo the papers read spinning towards camera. Oh, I see. Cut left. Tweet music plays. It's been a Wes Anderson film the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, maybe it's a I don't know, the Spanish Inquisition gets him or something, but uh-huh. at some point down goes Napoleon. Spanish Inquisition. Was that just a bunch of riddles they told him near a bridge to let him go back to France? Yes. Um, and they let him back in. Because that is the strange part. Like, France didn't go away. I don't mm-hmm. understand why that is. I don't know. When you try why to take over get... Europe and then you lose. And then you get your original space back. Yeah. You should be smaller. You sh- Right. They should give You're them. Like, no, no, no. The li- we will, we drew the, redrew the lines. France should be Paris now. Actually, I could be wrong. Maybe France used to be bigger okay. and we, we made them small again. But it should be just a just a small space. Mm-hmm. And then we... I could also see people right outside of the original France being like, you know what? I don't even fucking like it here anyway. I'm moving, I'm moving further away from France. Those yeah. assholes. How about this? If you lose a war, the other country gets to rename your country. That's fun. Though maybe that is how wars work because then that other country owns oh, yeah, the country. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit that way. But like Germany, well, I guess we do call it doucheland. So that's that's worth something. <laughs> Maybe that was us. Maybe we call them that. We just kind of like, well, if it's a different language, we're just like, we're going to call it what it sometimes it doesn't seem 
Like we even tried to base it on. I've never understood that. Why we rename countries. I would be very bad if you asked me what different countries call themselves. I know Mexico, Deutschland. What does China call itself? That's what I do not know. That can't be China. No. What's Mandarin the language? that They can't call themselves Mandarin, right? That's not the answer. Probably not either. Um, Mandalan? Espanol. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what... Uh, Spain is España? Does that seem right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Spain's España. I don't um, know what Russia is. England is Great Britain. <laughs> oh, I've never... I, I don't know what's going on with those islands yeah. and whatnot, but... Um, France is France. Right. They still are today. France, France. The language is Francais. Fran- All right. France is Francais. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the land is. And they're smaller than ever. Uh huh. Wearing so white was, little tights. So is Bonaparte. Uh huh. He was the original uh, yoga pants. Yeah. They might have been puffy, though. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I were could, they puffy? It could have been puffy pants. Mm. He had kind of like one of those shirts with the long backs, like a penguin. You look look a little silly. Okay. You know the shirt's like a conductor's got a shirt that like goes way yeah. past his ass for yeah, some reason. Yeah, I used to think that was what a tuxedo was, but that's not it. That has to do with the collar, I believe. The tuxedo? Yeah. Yeah. It's very it's a very small distinct you know. Yeah. Tuxedo, it's all it's all about the vest, except it's like you can wear a vest with a suit. Yeah. Tuxedo they don't need to be a uh, you want to hear something exist. puffy pants to tight pants. We watched uh, old clips of the old metal band to bring it full circle. Mm-hmm. Um why don't, you, why don't you post the send those to me? I'll tweet those out. Oh, some, boy. Some metal band oh, boy. Well, the first one was our first show ever. We're like 14, 15, playing at this like church festival. And we played one ska cover. We played a, like a metal cover. We played a punk. Like we had like one original song and our pants were so fucking baggy. It was it was clown college. <laughs> and then the second show, tightening up a little bit, maybe a little spiffier shoes on. Uh, and by the end, we're wearing girl jeans and we're just hauling away. Hmm. That was the thing people did. Girl jeans? Yeah. I don't... It must have been harder to find tight boy jeans back then. Yeah, now we... That or it was some weird badge of honor. That doesn't sound like a badge of honor, but I mean, yeah. it doesn't... I don't have no, a problem it with it. sounds like what people were doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm the amount of progressive where I'm like... Wear girl pants if you want, but I'm not going to call them a badge of honor. <laughs> That's fair. It's where I fall on this oh, whole... They, they were comfortable. They looked good. Pants should stretch. I'm all about these stretch pants now. What's My pants stretch? right now stretch a little bit. Oh, uh, I get like the flex ones just because I'm like... Yeah, they're the best. Nobody's going to look at the tag and know that I'm wearing a little bit of stretchy pants. Oh, I don't think people care. I think people would care. Oh, they're so much more comfortable. I'm keeping it under wraps. All right. Well, you said it in a podcast that has eight listeners, so you're doing a pretty good job. Hey, we got... No, we got numbers. Yeah, we got a France... Expanded France is worth of listeners mm-hmm. and um, AACP Nation out there. Um, I like that. And yeah, we'll call them that from now on. All right. Keep keep listening and uh, I don't know. You can only rate us once. So if you haven't done that, do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, all five of the stars and uh, follow us on the Twitter. And Adam, what do you want them to do? Uh, trash us on SoundCloud, really. It's, it's, it's the real joy I get, uh, you know. Yeah, I was calling one of our listeners an idiot on there. It was a lot of fun because, boy, he thought. Charlie's looking at his phone to remember such great times. Well, thank you for tuning in. Have a good night.